0: Hi, I'm Sarah, and this is my daughter and my co-host, Allegra. You may know my mom from the Mom Hour. On this show, we talk about the books, shows, podcasts, and music that our family enjoys together, plus how we discover great media for kids and how we consume it. We also talk about other fun stuff like board games, tablet games, and movies. Today's episode is about our favorite magazines for kids and how we think magazines make really fun holiday gifts that last all year long.
1: Come on, Mom. Let's get started. Welcome back everyone to episode 20 of Kid Literate and this episode is about magazines which I think are great because they cater to so many different personalities and interests and ages and they make great gifts because of that and it keeps giving every month or depending on how often you get the magazine.
0: I totally agree. Um, and I was just thinking about the ma- the magazines that our family gets, and I feel like we're in a dry spell. Do you?
1: Yeah, we like don't get as many because like it's been a couple years since we've gotten some for Christmas, and then like they expire. And
0: yeah, um, and I think that's a good point. Is you can get a magazine for a year, and then you know try a different one, and um, doesn't have to be a lifelong commitment. So. Um, we're gonna talk through, I think, some ages and stages, right? Today, yeah. Allegra. So, um, Allegra has prepared a few examples of different magazine subscriptions for different ages, and I think starting from preschool on up, it does make a great holiday gift.
1: Yeah, because like, what kid doesn't like to get stuff
0: in the mail? Yep, and it's like something you can expect every month, usually. Um, but first, before we dive in, we are welcoming back our sponsor, Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls. The award-winning podcast is back with an all-new season, and this time you're going to meet amazing immigrant women from all over the planet who have changed the world in so many ways.
1: Yeah, like Teresa Lee, who was an activist for um, Fair Rights for the Children of Immigrants, or like um, Carmen Miranda, a dancer and movie star from Brazil. And there's even an episode about a princess who became a spy.
0: I think Violet's going to like that one a lot. I agree. You know, as a mom, I know that positive role models are critical to showing my girls what's possible when they dream bigger. And the research says that only 19% of children's books showcase women with jobs or career ambition. And by the age of six, many girls already believe they're less smart than boys. And as a kid,
1: I mostly liked the great storytelling.
0: Each episode of Good Night Stories for Rebel Girls is narrated by incredible women from the worlds of art, music, business, and sports. And the new season is dropping episodes weekly this fall. Plus, there are interviews and post-episode activities right on their website to keep the learning going, even after the story ends.
1: Give the Rebel Girl in your life the confidence to dream bigger. Find goodnight stories for Rebel Girls wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Okay, Allegra, should we dive in with some magazine recommendations for the preschool set? Yeah. Okay. Do you remember getting magazines when you were really little?
1: I don't have many memories from when I was really little, but I do remember... The magazines from that age range? Probably because. From when I was older and reading them when like Violet got them or something.
0: Yeah. So, what's the one we got most often?
1: The High Five magazines, which is like the little kid version of Highlights.
0: Yep. It's a classic and there's a reason it's been around forever. They also, Highlights also has a podcast now and they do great things in kids' media. So, we'll link them up. But the high five magazine, you can't beat it. Do you remember some of the features or some of the things that they all have?
1: There's like a search and find like thing and puzzles and games that you have to find throughout the magazine. Yeah. It's just fun activities. And there's like the goofus and gallant things. I think that might be the older. Oh, yeah, that is. the. But yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, There's also stories. So if if you like to read aloud, um, the stories kind of cycle back some of the same characters. And here's a tip. You can store your um, fall or Halloween highlights magazines with your fall and Halloween decorations. And then when you get them out every year, there's usually some recipes and some stories. So uh, magazines also can be tucked away for, you know, to get out seasonally like you might with your seasonal. Oh, That's such a good idea. Yeah, I feel like I did that once or twice. Probably not consistently. I don't remember that. Um, So what about what are some other recommendations for preschoolers? So
1: Ranger Rick Jr. is like the naturalist nature um, little kid thing. And they have like the same characters, Ranger Rick. It's like stories about wildlife. And there's also activities like in the highlights one. That one's probably for older kids. Just well, like not two year olds and three year olds, like four to seven. Maybe I don't know that three year olds would be super into the whole like save the planet
0: thingy. Maybe if they really, really like animals. Yeah.
1: It has a lot of cute animal
0: pictures yeah. and stuff.
1: And then the other one that is also about nature is the Nat Geo Little Kids, which is like, there's National Geographic, National Geographic Kids, and then this is National Geographic Little Kids. And so this one is another one for kids who like animals, and I think it has a lot of cute baby animal pictures and stuff. Yeah. We haven't actually ever gotten that one, but I, we've gotten from like, National Geographic Kids, and I think this one would be...
0: Yeah, I think that would be a really fun one as well. So the one I wanted to add for this age range um, is from Cricket Media. Cricket Media um, has been around for a long time, but came back on our radar when you guys were getting a little bit older with um, some of their magazines. And I have gifted uh, one called Ladybug Magazine, which is for ages three to six. And it's kind of like a literary, like a story, a story magazine um, for ages three to six. But they even have Baby Bug, which is for six months to three years. So like truly a first magazine subscription. So um, we'll link all these up in the show notes. But honestly, I think anything from Cricket Media, I would recommend. I think they're all really, really well done magazines for kids. So should we move on to more like elementary school age, like six to ten? What have you got for us? So the first
1: one is um, the Lego magazine, which is for kids who love Lego, like the there's like a Lego comic strip where the little Lego characters do different stuff. And then there's like activities like mazes and other things. And then it's not like the Lego catalogs where there's stuff you can buy in it, but then they have like contests where you can send in pictures of your Lego creations. And it's just really cool for kids who love Lego. And, like, like the little stories with, like, the little minifigures, that one's really good.
0: I agree. Um, and I agree. It's a good thing to distinguish it from the catalog because...
1: Yeah, catalogs are just the things you get in the mail, just, like, for yeah. everybody. And they just tell you what you can
0: buy. Right. Um, it makes me think of... You used to get the American Girl magazine, which is not to be confused with the American Girl catalog. And then... They stopped making They it. did. They did. That was a great magazine. Um, yeah. That one
1: was even like for older kids. It wasn't like a little kid magazine. Um, okay. What else? Um, yeah. So for this age range, there's also the Nat Geo Kids and Ranger Rick, which the junior versions of those are for like the preschool age. And then these versions are great for nature lovers in elementary school. And they just have a little bit more complex reading and stories that would interest older kids.
0: Yeah, a great one. What else?
1: So, Sports Illustrated Kids is for kids who are really into athletics. And it has like um, different stories about the sports and like record breaking. And they also have like interviews with athletes. And then they have like posters inside and they're really good for kids who like sports. I think we're still getting that one right now for. Reed. Yeah.
0: And you know, I wouldn't say that Reed is like super into sports. He does like to watch sports, um, but but he's, not all sports, but not. Like, and, baseball, and he football. still loves the magazine. Yeah. I think there's something it's really well done. And I think as a parent, I really like seeing the positive stories that come out of the world of sports because not everything out of the world of sports is always positive. Sometimes you hear about yeah. scandals or cheating or this or that. So it is, it's great to have a magazine that highlights um, the positive stories, a lot of women in sports. And um, so there's a lot of good that mm-hmm. they put together in that, Sports Illustrated yeah. Kids. Um, well, you put down highlights on here, which again, um, High Five is the preschool version and highlights is a classic for older kids. And then I was going to add from that list of cricket media magazines, um, there's one called Ask and A-S-K stands for Arts and Science for Kids. Um, And so it was truly like a mix of um, articles and stories and stuff about both the arts and sciences.
1: Yeah, it's about like discoveries Mm -hmm. around the world and stuff.
0: Yeah, STEM, STEAM, really interesting covers and really interesting um, uh, themes for each issue. So an entire episode about or episode issue about uh, space mm -hmm. or like um, murals. Yeah. So that's Ask ASK from Cricket Media. Um, and yeah. That ASK. one
1: would also be good for like middle schoolers, I think.
0: I agree. Yeah. I think on Cricket, it's grouped in with um, six to nine ages six to nine. Um, but I agree. It's, yeah. It's really well done. So then should we move on to kind of tweens and teens? Yeah. Um, one
1: history magazine that I've been getting is called Cobblestone. That one's also by Cricket Media. And it just it picks a theme and it's it could be like the railroads like expanding into the West or it could be something more recent like um, the women's suffrage movement, which wasn't recent, but it's still going. And like they'll have like all throughout history, not just like, well, here is all about the women's suffrage movement in this year but it goes like from the very beginning to recent. So kind of places
0: it in context.
1: Yeah. And then they have all different articles with different aspects of their theme and they have interviews with people. And like in one of the more recent ones that was about the women's suffrage movement, which is just one that I remember most clearly, they had pictures of like posters that were like, for women's rights and against them and like comparing them. And it's really cool.
0: Okay. So that one, I love history. I know you do. That one's called Cobblestone. Yeah. From cricket media. And then there's also muse, another cricket um, publication, which is, I believe more on the science side. And that's for ages nine to 14. Um, They cricket also has a literary magazine called spider. Um, They just have a whole a whole bunch, um, especially for that tween and teen age. Yeah. Um, check those out for sure. I was going to add for tweens and teens. A lot of times by this age, you have kids really into a particular hobby like photography or soccer or, um, video games. And so you can look into more specialty magazines that maybe even aren't geared toward kids. They maybe are for a general audience, but mm-hmm. um, since your reading level is, you know, coming up close to an adult level reading level, um, there's no reason you can't, couldn't subscribe to a more adult magazine in a very specific area yeah. of, of your mm-hmm. interest. So I think that could also be good. I mean, it could be anything. it could be like hiking and fishing. It could be um, needlepoint or like, you know, yeah. sewing, that kind of thing. So I think all of those could make good, good holiday gifts and good magazine subscription gifts. Should we talk about what we've been reading lately? Yeah, I've been—I've already finished the book that I talked about last time. I know you've been reading a lot, and I haven't, so that's a bit of a challenge for this segment. But we always talk about what we are reading, and why don't you go first?
1: So after I finished *The Martian*, which was by Andy Weir, I—I um, started reading his second book, which is called *Artemis*, and it's about a city on the moon, like in the future. There is a city on the moon and it's about like this one girl who's like, she's not really like a mastermind criminal or something, but she just ends up in a crime scene and she has to use science and stuff to help get her out of it. Mm. And it's really compelling. And I finished it really fast because it was so good.
0: Wow. Okay. So that's also by Andy Weir. Yes. By Andy Weir. Artemis. Artemis. Well, I, my reading habits have not been so good the last couple of weeks. Um, and I already bought myself. I already used that excuse last episode <laughs> and now I have to do it again. So instead of, um, telling you what book I'm reading, I am going to offer a tip that I discovered this summer. Um, and that is we do curbside pickup at our local library. Um, because of COVID we still cannot go in and browse. Um, but I was trying to think of some books to check out at the library that weren't traditional, like novels or nonfiction, like I would usually read. And since we moved into a new home this summer, I thought, I wonder if there are some home design books, like the ta- like a coffee table type book, where you could get ideas for decorating and things like that. Um, and so I just popped that into the search, and the one that I found that I checked out was so much fun to look at, and it was the type of book that maybe you would find like at a design center or on a, you know, in a nice hotel on the coffee table where you just browse and you look at the different rooms. And it's probably not the type of book I would buy because once I've looked through it a couple of times, I don't need to keep it. So it was and like, like, it's not one that you like would
1: read start to finish. You'd like right. look for like, I want to look at the living rooms. Exactly. It's an inspiration. You book. could read it start to finish. You could. but
0: um, So that is just a whole category of library checkouts that I just wanted to mention as a tip. Um, you can also check out cookbooks from the library. You can check out um, so home design and decorating. Um, think of those types of things, especially since we're not all going out as much, and we're just not we're not at our friends' houses. We're not browsing bookstores as much. Um, so think beyond the traditional library checkouts, and maybe just pop a few search terms in. And um, you know the holidays are coming up, so I definitely could see checking out um, cookbooks for cooking holiday meals, or decorating books, or things like that. So. Um, that's just a little tip. Maybe, um, that helps somebody out there, uh, beef up their library request list. I'm definitely gonna be doing that again. Yeah. All right. So we also like to talk about what you all are reading out there. And when I went into our inbox, Allegra, I found an email that came through right after we went on our summer hiatus. So we took, um, June, July, and August off of the podcast. And, um, this email came from the mom is listener, Kristen, and her kids are Katie and Caleb. Um, And it came right in June. So sorry, we missed your email. And I'm so glad we are going back to it because their book recommendations look fantastic. I'll read I'll set up Kristen's email. And then Allegra, maybe you can read the kids because they each wrote they each typed into the email themselves. So it's truly in their voices. So Kristen mom says, Hi, Sarah and Allegra. Here are what my kids have been reading straight from the source. So why don't you read Katie's Allegra?
1: All right. So Katie said, hi, my name is Katie and I'm 11. I've been reading The Summer I Saved the World in 65 Days. This is a really good book about a girl named Nina who is going into high school and her grandma has died recently. Nina decides to help her neighborhood by doing good things every day until the start of high school. What I liked about this book is that it is inspiring and makes you want to help your community too.
0: I love that. Okay. Do you want to read Caleb's or do you want me to? Why don't you read Caleb? Okay, so this comes from Caleb. Hi, my name is Caleb and I'm eight. I've been reading Time Castaways. It is a really good book about two brothers and a sister who board a magical train and become time pirates. They steal the Mona Lisa and find a key in her eyes, but they are starting to miss home. Can they get back home and defeat the leader of all time pirates? I liked it because it's so suspenseful, I could never put it down. That is such a good book blurb, Caleb. Now I want to read that book because I need to know what happens.
1: I want Um, to read Katie's recommendation. I actually asked you to put it on our library.
0: Yeah, Allegra's in on on that one. So that's The Summer I Saved the World in 65 Days, recommended by Katie. And then Caleb recommended Time Castaways. And Kristen says, thanks for such a great podcast. I've been a longtime listener of The Mom Hour and love this podcast too. So Caleb and Katie and Kristen, thank you so much. And I'm glad we rediscovered that email. Um Allegra, tell everybody how to send us what they've been reading so we can get some more emails.
1: Yeah. So you can email us at hello at kidliteratepodcast.com. And we'd really love it if people would send in recordings of themselves telling us because we love to hear your voice.
0: Yeah, we do love that. We are also on Instagram just at kidliterate. So you can comment and send us messages there. Um, and yeah, Allegra, this is fun. And we will talk to everybody in a couple of weeks. We'll be back two weeks from today. Kid Literate is a
1: production of Life Listened. Our sound engineer is Brian Thomas from Yokai Audio. You can find links to everything we mentioned at kidliteratepodcast.com and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show wherever you listen. Thanks.